Shut up and sit down. Ricky, 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 wow. Right into the mic. Right into the mic, like, just right up close and personal so everyone has to hear that crap. You're welcome, podcast listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> well, this is the New Utah Podcast. We are at a momentous episode 11. 11. They, they said we'd never make it. Well... Oh, never mind. What? <laughs> <laughs> We've made it past ten. <laughs> she brought her pom poms. I was interested to see where this was going to and go. That just I lost like, it. That just fell right on the floor. So let's introduce <laughs> the room. Um, we have uh, right across the table from me our uh, glorious event mistress. Ow! Hi, that's me. I'm Jessica. <laughs> Next to Jessica, <laughs> we have uh, also the designated driver. <laughs> we may need it tonight. We may need it tonight. Josh is back with us, uh, no longer puking his guts out. Um, He's live, as in here. Which is why he grabbed the mic and, like, yelled wiki wiki wow into it. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Josh. That's fantastic. Sean Connery shit going on there. <laughs> I took my gla- You can't see it, podcast listeners, but I actually took my glasses off to And he had a pipe? And I had a pipe and a, and a smoking jacket and no pants. Optional. <laughs> wow. Totally optional. Uh, across from Josh, <laughs> we have Jeremy. I am happy to be here. Still toxic algae survivor. What? Thank you. We're, 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 so far, so good. You By still the way, have your hair. So all so my hair's still here. Chickens are alive. Dogs. How about dead. your bees? Have your bees survived the algae? Bees are still alive, doing well. Man, that honey is so good. About ready to harvest some more. By the way, uh, bring me another jar. You've had what? His honey. It's whenever, so delicious. So whenever, so we have, right. whenever we have a party, <laughs> Jeremy and Heather show up with a beautiful jar. Of this amazing honey, and it is the tastiest thing ever. That stuff you get off the shelves, it's really just like sucre and lows or whatever the hell. It's freaking sugar, sugar water. It's just sugar water. There's nothing like real honey straight from a bee's ass. Oh. That, that is not where it comes <laughs> from. Vomit. You know it's what? Vomit. It is not bee shit. You can drink your honey the way you want to drink it. Oh I God. want it straight from a bee's ass. <laughs> I am Chris, uh, oh someone who likes bee vomit instead of bee shit. Uh, I uh, host this podcast, unfortunately, it's sometimes. Uh, and with us today, we have a special guest. We have Indy Skies with us today. Hello, Utah. What? Whoa. That was wow. Wow. That wasn't me. That again, was me. That was again, Josh. We've had this discussion, Josh. Look, the loud noises, the clapping, the yelling. <laughs> it doesn't sound good on the mic. You know what? <laughs> I'll let our listeners determine what sounds good. It's not that. It's not the sexy voice. It is the. It is the sexy voice. No. And I love that I'm turning the microphone to be like so that. that. Like when they're listening at work with the headphones, it's going to be so damn loud they got to like turn it off. Okay, if that if that is true and I'm causing some ear strain, I apologize. I'd like to find a way to blame um, Chris somehow. So I'm going to work on that. So so so. That's Josh at the new Utah podcast.com. That's not a real email address. <laughs> 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 
You, you could probably put it on our Facebook, the New Utah Podcast, or, or, even, or even tweet it at TNU Podcast. We've got like 180 followers on Twitter. Oh I'm, my gosh, that reminds me of something very important. Can I interrupt for just a moment for I, a very important announcement? Pretty sure you, you're going you to. You interrupted to ask if you can interrupt, so I don't see why not. Do not pull the microphone to you. I, I want to pull the microphone <laughs> to me, but I won't. Let me tell you about a thing that I predicted for the um, oh, Tour de France and how it came out to be true. I'm just going to edit this out you, when we're done. You better not edit I'm this, just out. Pull this out. Don't do it. Don't, don't write it down. La, 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 la. You already, you, you you already brought this up last, last week. week. I don't need... I did. And, and you I know said what? you were right last week. And if you bring it up again, I will never say those words again. Ooh. Okay, I'm out. So let's move on to our <laughs> special guest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have some events coming up uh, before we get to the the full interview. But uh, uh, what are, what's going on in the uh, talk the us through here? it, Mistress of the Night of the Night of the Event? This is not it's Phantom more. of the Opera, but it could <laughs> I be. I was thinking Rocky Horror, actually. Oh, that works too. That's, That's actually better. even better. Uh, so coming up, the twelfth through the fourteenth is. A really stellar event up in Park City, the Kimball Arts Festival. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love Kimball. And I love art. I love art. Well, fantastic, because this is also a fundraiser, which means you can love it even more. The Kimball got in my art. What? (laughs) I love lamb. Well, the nice thing is, Kimball, it's up north. It's up in the mountains. It's, uh, I'm not. (laughs) Thanks, Brick. Thanks. Uh, it's you can just roll through it is. Anything. It's on Main Street in Park City. So besides getting all of the vendors, all of the artists, you're also uh, have the Main Street decks. There's gonna be food trucks, uh, artists and tastings. There's beer garden, uh, music stages, um, and so it goes the 12th through the 14th. Fridays from five to nine. Saturdays from nine to seven, and Sundays nine to six. Tickets are twelve dollars. You had me at beer garden. There was no need to say more. <laughs> well, you know, other, a details. other people might care about <laughs> the actual yes. art. Journey. And it's a fundraiser, and it's art. What's it a fundraiser for? Bear. For the Kimball Art Center okay. that's in Park City. So you can get more information at parkcitykimballartsfestival.org. Another awesome art event coming up. Uh, that I highly support is Craft Lake City. Oh, yes. I love Craft Lake City. It's so much fun, and that is going also the 12th, the 13th, and 14th. So if you can't make it to Park City, but you still want that same art environment, Craft Lake City is your place. There is a caveat. There's no dogs allowed this year. This is the first year that they're doing that. So they ask that you leave them at home. out. Sorry. Which I don't know. I've been to I've been to the farmers market. I've seen some of the dogs that douchebags bring over there that shouldn't <laughs> be out. We've had the douchebag yeah. dog conversation before. So I, I, I get have it. pugs. I get it. My pugs are not douchebags. Uh, correction. Angus is a douchebag. <laughs> Angus Bobangus is a Angus Bobangus. He latched onto my pit bull's jowl because she looked at a tennis ball funny, and she didn't know what to do. So there's this little like half. Pug, half Boston, Boston Terrier. Terrier, basically hanging from the jowl of a pit bull who is just scared out of her mind. Like I don't know what to do with this dog because I know I'm not supposed to be mean. When did this happen? Remember when we were at the dog park 
This was like a year ago. Up at uh, oh my Jordan gosh, you're right. Josh can't remember like more than he about is better now. Three weeks is kind but, of tough. No, you're right. He's kind of a little douche, but so 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 <laughs> that's what makes him so. Lovable. Just to preface, Josh and I went to high school together. We've known each other for like what twenty eight years. Josh doesn't remember any of it. I so, know. So I keep know. so keep going. Keep going. <laughs> he went to high school with my wife as well. Yeah. So all three of us went yeah. to high school together. Carried her around in a play. Yeah. And he doesn't remember any of that. What were you smoking? I've seen pictures of it, and he doesn't there's remember. Picture, there's proof. I've seen pictures. I'm sorry. Let's go on with the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> no dogs, because the rest of the podcast okay. is very fast. No dogs at Craft Lake City, but Craft Lake City is a good place to find a lot of cool stuff that's not just like necessarily paintings or sculptures, right? So there's there's a lot more... I don't know. Right. The, well, the, the Craft Lake City has made their whole mission about... DIY crafts. So there's a lot of jewelry, there's a lot of clothing, and there's also a lot of um, like electronic So it's like vintage. So, it's like Salt Lake City Etsy, but in person. Right, yeah, actually a little could bit. Could I but bring my macaroni art? Maybe. You could. You could. You could spend the money on a booth and probably not sell anything. <laughs> um, there's also some really great vendors. <laughs> Food vendors, excuse me. As well as... Uh, well, all three days are packed full of musicians. Um, my friend's band, um, is it Elytra? Is that, do you know how to say I don't. their new band's name? I think it's Elytra, E-L-Y-T-R-A, are playing on Sunday. Where's it at? Is it the Galvin Center, downtown Salt Lake? Um, it is, this is like the best deal. And if you didn't take advantage of it, you should be throat punched. It's $5. Wow. $5 for one day or $10 for all three days. Just never throw punches. So, podcast listeners, please post your address and a description I of what you look like so we can you. drive over and throat punch you well, if you, if you do not Well, if you post go. on Facebook, we'll probably find your picture on your profile, so that's helpful. Uh, I'm just excited to see Jessica I mean, really, throat punch someone who isn't me. Really, like anywhere in the valley, because the Galvin Center is right off of a tracks line. And tracks round tickets five bucks. Mm-hmm. You can get down there, have a full day for ten bucks. That's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's less than ten. Well, yeah. Um, Josh is covering his throat. I don't think he's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a couple other fun events coming up on the eleventh in at the Bountiful City Park. The Wasatch uh, Pipe Band is going to be doing a concert, and then I am just giving you a heads up. Zoo Brew is August 24th. I know we're a little bit ahead, but it does sell out, and that's why I'm giving you a heads up. Uh, you can call 801-584-1750. It's 1095. It's basically drunk adults at the zoo with the animals. Josh, Josh when is it? August 24th? August 24th. 24th. Now, didn't, yeah. So they, I can they, go they to... Just, didn't they just do one last, like, two weeks ago? Two, two weeks ago? Uh-huh, yeah. About a, about a week ago. But this, this event sells out so quickly that... Is it the same thing? Part uh-huh, two? yep. Once, nope. They do so, it once a month. So uh, you go up and you drink as much as you want at the zoo and then go... Hang out with the lions. And a, hug the zebras. The monkeys. <laughs> Pass out with the... Gorillas. The gorillas. Yell at the polar bears <laughs> in Maybe the middle of summer. Maybe if you wanted to, you could. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That does sound like a good yeah, time. Yeah, so, it's, uh, you know... Yeah. The burning question on every podcast listener right now is, how the shit do you know so much about what's going on in Utah? Because I own the interwebs, and I look at it once in a while, but I 
How do you find all this stuff out? Well, Josh, let me answer that for you, Josh. Yeah, the ahead. internet is not strictly your email inbox. <laughs> <laughs> there is a world wide web out there that goes beyond your email Jessica, inbox. Jessica, will you throw punch our pod administrator who's being an ass again? <laughs> There's a lot of throat punching happening today. I don't know if I can answer that in a short form, to be honest. Well, with we you. will, you know what? Let's interview you and your. Mistress of the Utah Streets. Okay. <laughs> Segment. Mistress of the Streets now. I'm done so, with events. Mistress, mistress of events. Is done with events. To Mistress of the Streets. I think there's and, a difference. And I think Josh is hitting on her again. I'm not I sure. am not hitting on shit. Wait. I'm not hitting on Jessica. But also, no one else. Oh shit, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> I am hitting on you, if that makes you feel better. What's the right answer here? You're not, but that's good. Okay. You're right. I'm wrong. Have a good day. That's the right answer, Josh. I'm right. You're wrong. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> miss See how I turn that around? This happens all the time. Go ahead, oh, you know it. what? You gotta keep it quick like that. You got Otherwise, it. people take advantage of you. That's right. The mistress of the streets of the night. I think that's where we met. It might have been. Hold on. Actually, I think it was at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was at the Olive Garden. The Olive Garden. The Wait, street. did you really it's meet at the Olive Garden? Mm-hmm. We did. We yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Six years ago. No shit. You know where I used to meet a lot of people back when I went to bars? Is uh, the Denny's downtown. Uh-huh. The we app- used to call it Gay Denny's. Yeah. This is back in like 99, 2000. And I met so many fun people there. Like at three in the morning, leaving Bricks or Axis or yeah. whatever club we were at downtown. Man, that was a fun Denny's. Still, it's kind is of, it still fun? Still kind it's still of a little cool. crazy. Just depends. Everyone goes to Beto's instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Alberto's or uh, to, to, Alberto's is good. Is that the, the one on Fourth South? The Alberto's on Fourth South. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's like right across. Yep. Oh, well, by, by where Knucklehead used to be. I'm not. No, is Knucklehead still no, there? No, now that's a mesquite. So it's like a. It's the same thing, different oh. brand. I but. could sure crawl into a burrito right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so just good. wrap yourself in the warm flour <laughs> towards oh, you. Cuddle up with a piece of potato. The Colorado that has steak and potatoes and hot sauce. Oh, put it in my mouth right mm-hmm. now. Oh. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Why does everyone look away from me like, uh... Did he just say that? That should be your clue. When everyone turns their Can head in, today? like, disgust. <laughs> yes. What, what did I say? <laughs> Something about a Colorado burrito in here. Can oh. I be wrapped up in a Colorado burrito right now? Put it in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> We're eating after this, right? All right. With this, uh... Tonight we have uh, Indie Skies. Hello. Woot woot. <laughs> we've already we've already choked Jess up, so we're doing damn good here. <laughs> I just introduced my name, Indie Skies, Indy and you're Skies over there is... like dying. I am sorry. I think it's a little hero worship. Maybe maybe girling. Oh. Maybe I am. Maybe Jess, you should introduce Indie Skies to give even proper after recognition. six years. I still I still fangirl. Uh, Indie Skies is Utah's premier gender illusionist, as well as the newly promoted. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Awesome. Newly promoted promoter for Club Jam 
downtown in Salt Lake. What? Fantastic. It's a real party. Is that the kind of music you play at Club Jam? Is like banging house? Yeah. So, like, Josh is supposed to be doing sound effects, but obviously he forgot tonight. He's got one no, damn no. See, job. They tell me I'm supposed to do sound effects when I break out the sound effects, they yell at me. So <laughs> well, we expect him to get actual sound effects and he just uses his mouth. <laughs> yes. Let, all right, let's be really just us fart noises all night long. <laughs> it's so These are all the best things about me, though. So, so <laughs> Utah's premier gender illusionist. What yeah, What is yeah. that, Indy? So, um, in the world that I come from in entertainment, we have kind of a, a level system, I would guess. Like, it's different varieties of the type of entertainment that you're looking at. So, a gender illusionist is somebody that is more focused on um, creating a kind of seamless look of that gender. So, me going from what I look like today, which is clearly very masculine, and going into a look that is a lot more seamless, and most people may not perceive me as a male. So it's kind of disguising your your gender identity, whether you're going to present as a male or a female. So that's what gender illusion is. That's okay. really cool and very interesting. So beyond just um, you know being a, a transvestite, um, and you're not necessarily transgender, right? So transvestites are people that just kind of do it for more like the fun of things or their fetishes and different different things like that. You can be transgender and represent both genders at any given time so that would be considered more of like a fluid gender oh, okay. so you can kind of go back and forth that's what i consider myself as when a straight man puts on a dress and gets his sexual kicks he is a transvestite when a man is a woman trapped in a man's body and has the little operation he is a transsexual i know that when a gay man has way too much fashion sense for one gender he is a drag queen if I show up to a bar or my parents' house and I have clothes on like I do today, then I commonly expect them to refer to me as he or him or Nick. And then if I'm dressed the opposite, then I expect people to kind of um, recognize and honor that where I look as a female or I present as a female. So you just, whatever way you are feeling that day or want to present yourself that day... That's what you're identifying with. Yes, absolutely. That's cool. So how do you determine what you identify with? I mean, is it per function or is it a mood thing or is it just today's Thursday? Because that's how I feel. Yeah, um, it, it definitely is. Um, it's a lot of the time now, it's a time and place type of thing. So if I'm getting ready to go to the club on the weekends, it's absolutely dressed um, in female attire or representing us as a female. Most of the days that I'm not at work or I'm not out in public, I will just be as casual as I want to be. And that, that has no determination on what gender I'm representing. So if I'm wearing like a muumuu or something very slippy and comfortable while I'm working at home. Or I love a good muumuu. I think that more people need to embrace them. That's like the <laughs> most fantastic. I'm telling you. They really are fantastic. They're so if my wife won't let me be naked around the house because she thinks someone's going to see me. <laughs> Thank and, God. And, it's because uh, she doesn't want to see you. No one wants to see me like that. But man, you put on the, the nice muumuu and they're just flowing and airy and all the like 
circulation yeah. in, the, in the naughty bits. Along with oh. the kilt. Along with the kilt. It's like being naked without being naked. I will drink to that, my yeah, friend. That's a nice one. <laughs> yeah, so it, it just depends. Like, it, it definitely varies from day to day. There are certain times that I have more of a more of a desire to to represent a specific gender for certain periods of time. So it kind of fluctuates, I guess. So what goes into it? I'm just curious. Like, literally. What goes into yeah. it? I'm sure it's a ton of prep. Yeah, it is a ton of prep. So, like, like any good drag queen or human being, I think anyway, you start off at the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, that's new to oh, okay. I'm taking notes because I don't always start with the shower. Sometimes I start with the naked. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the step one anyway. Then somebody, you know, whether they spray you off or you end up washing yourself, it's <laughs> totally up to you at that point. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get in the shower, clean myself appropriately, shave my face, any you know resemblance of that man. I've got to get away. So, from. so 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 a brief pause. I got to ask, how do you do that? Because I shave, and five minutes later, it, you got the shadow coming back. How oh. do you achieve that close of a shave? It's, um, sometimes you go against the grain of the hair and do all the stuff that they tell you not to do, so it can be pretty brutal. Yeah, it can, especially, like, where I've had events that have lasted, like, three or four days in a row, Mm -hmm. and it's morning events and evening events, having to shave once or twice during the day is such a pain. You have to shave in between, because the shadow comes back. Yeah, and I, I have such dark hair. It comes back quick. So. Have you thought about doing a, like a permanent laser hair removal? Yes, or is that... and I actually am um, saving up for my first treatment. So. That's cool. That's, cool. That's very yeah. cool. Either so. way, if I if I am going to be dressing up or if I'm just going to be super casual in either gender, I think that that is such a time saver for me in, in the line of work that I do, and it definitely just helps pull off everything else. So I'll tell you, I'd love to have my gorilla back done at some point. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can shave that away anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for, the, thanks for that visual. I don't think they make 12 blade razors yet. Uh, it's, uh, it's like a chainsaw yeah. just to get through the top layer. It's, uh... <laughs> so, so back to the prep. Yeah, okay, so from there, you know, you definitely want to have, like, a good skincare routine because the makeup that you wear is so heavy and so thick, and it just tears your face up on top of that. So, a good skincare, um, taking care of your eyebrows, and then from there, it just kind of goes into the actual process. So, that's, like, your physical preparations. And then, is it, does it go off of what you're going to wear? So, you pick whatever it is you're going to wear for that particular day or for that particular event. Yeah. I would assume that you do makeup and everything else according to whatever outfit or whatever outfits you're wearing for the day. What? What, Josh? I'm... I... Nothing. Please continue. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated with this question. Yeah, it definitely correlates to that. I mean, if you're wearing a long sleeve outfit or you're wearing more of like a jumpsuit or a cat suit, you don't necessarily have to make sure you shave your legs. It's Take I mean, care of everything. <laughs> there's always that chance that somebody is going to get a hold of you or be able to have access to your person, and so that might be something you want to consider. But, yeah, I mean, it's all kind of like how how invested I want to get into it or how lazy I'm feeling that night. Right. So I always make sure that no matter what happens, I that my makeup looks right. If I have any exposed body, that that's taken care of and addressed. So I try not to be too lazy with things, but I mean, <laughs> we all take short, shortcuts when sure. we go to work, so... So you, you touched briefly on makeup. Where and how did you learn to apply makeup? 
Um, because I've seen pictures, and quite honestly, the transformation is pretty astounding. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It um, really is. Where did you learn that? Um, I've been dabbling with makeup since I was a child. My mother was really focused on her image, and she was very professional, so she would go and get makeovers, you know, every quarter or whenever she felt like pampering herself, and she would take me with her, because I always had an interest in hair and makeup and everything that was kind of associated with the beauty side of life, and, um, yeah, she would give me her old makeup, old brushes, I would watch her do her makeup, and so from a young age, I think I always had a big fascination with with that technique. So, out of curiosity, and not to totally change directions, how did your mother and family in general? How do they? How do they take all this in? How do they? How do I make them swallow? The it? mom is like the biggest supporter. She's the coolest lady and shows up to events all the time. Yeah. I just had to interject that because I. Oh, that's awesome! Her. That's awesome. She's definitely like my biggest in my family. Absolutely, my biggest um, supporter and my cheerleader. No matter what's going on, she's always accepted that I was different from everybody else, especially my brothers. It was like similarities, but I was always the middle child that was like, okay, well, he's gonna go and play with the neighbor girls and play Barbies or paper dolls, whatever. So I've, I've always had a good support system for my mother. My older and younger brother ha- are just as supportive. And through any challenge in my life, they've always had my back or been there to stick up for me or stand That's up good. for me. So my immediate family is amazing. Um, I have a, a young sister. She's about 19 years younger than me, and wow. she's just the same as everybody else. I think that our house really was a center for tolerance. That's good. That's awesome that, that they can su- just say, oh, that's just him or her. Right. Then really doesn't make that's any difference. Yeah, it, does, it really doesn't. I mean, that's, that's the one thing when you establish who you are as a person and you're not really, you know, catering yourself and being untrue with other people. You kind of have a sense of who you want to be mm-hmm. and then being supported by people that are around you directly that also boosts your your ability to just maintain who you are that's awesome no matter what you look like I'm totally like derailing everybody so no you're not you know what Jeremy I'm gonna forgive you because they're good questions well thank you yeah (laughs) unlike Josh's questions unlike Josh unlike you know what pal (laughs) are you gonna be offended if I whip this dude's ass right in front of you because no I might take a video okay fair enough (laughs) going on YouTube okay because that's happening so you're 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 a a big member of, of the community here in Salt Lake um, your work, obviously, with, with Club Jam is, is impactful. Um, what kind of started you down that path to, to become so involved? When I started um, entertaining more full-time, then that was an opportunity that I was given by the Royal Court of the Golden Spike Empire. They're a local nonprofit for the gay and lesbian trans community, and they've been doing um, work since the early 70s. And so that was a group that I just aligned myself with because they were doing shows constantly. They gave me an opportunity to compete, and I won a title that in um, also tied me into doing a couple uh, fundraisers throughout the year. So that just kind of like boosted me into that role full-time, and then I grew with them and also supporting different organizations around the state, like uh, Moab Gay Pride. I've been managing that uh, for the drag entertainment for six years now. And yeah, it just gave me a lot of access to people that were already fundraising, already involved in community events. 
And I just kind of took my own spin on it and ran with it. That's what I think that's what the world needs is more visionaries that have their own uh, idea of what the future should look like. And, and, just, well, and, and just create it. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm afraid of what people may say or think. It doesn't matter. Right. What's important is what you think and what you feel. That's so true. And I think that's the one thing that, if anything, that I can get across to people is just, you know, if you feel empowered by something and you're inspired by it, take, take the reins with it. You're going to make a lot of mistakes at first if you don't know what you're doing or if sure. you don't have good mentorship. And I've made so many different mistakes that, you know, it's just part of being human. What what mistakes have you made? I mean, if we're if we're highlighting for someone who is an aspiring person who is looking to kind of make their break, what can you say? Any human being would make this mistake. Don't let it daunt you. Don't let it slow you down. Keep going with your dreams. I think that being intimidated by the unknown is the the first thing that you need to leave behind because if you're just starting out, you really don't know anything. So you need to rely on your peers or people that are pairing with you and partnering with you for the type of events or things that you want to do in your life. I, I think that mentorship is such an important thing for people in any scenario, whether that's being a young person or somebody that's just coming into their own later in life, you build a better sense of who you are by who you hang out with. So it's it's kind of tied all together. You need to do a little bit yourself and make your own mistakes, but you also need to reach out and, and partner with Tap people. into the community. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Where did Indies guys come from? My name origin is kind of multifaceted. I've, um, my background ethnically, I'm half Native American. So part of the skies part is that there is a, there was a member of our tribe that was called walk in the clouds and people would always say you're sky high or you're, you're up in the sky just because I'm so tall. And then Indy of course comes from kind of playing off Indian, which is a little bit, you know, not so politically correct. (laughs) And my dad might smack me for saying that. But, so it's just kind of, it's built in, and then the, the name together in disguise just means that I'm not necessarily my whole regular self. I play a character, I take on elements of other So identities. it's <coughs> in disguise, mm-hmm. but it's also in disguise. Yes. Which indicate, indicates your um, fluidity. Right. Okay. For sure. I really like that. Well played, sir. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I stood over that for, like, weeks because every single time... Uh, everybody in the entertainment community, they want to put their stamp on you if they think that you're somebody that's going to come up. A or, name. A, yeah. a family name, essentially. Right. So you, you kind of come into, like, a little a little peer group. and. So are you telling me that this is very political? It can be. It how, do you deal, how do you deal with the politics? Um, I, I mean, it's it's a hard line to tell because some people really are invested in it. I'm not really that invested in it. I think that it's a fun addition to the whole scheme of things and the and the image of what I'm doing. But I don't. That's not like the end all say all for me. If people want to get political and start pulling cards and favors and you know trying to stop me from what I'm doing, I just you know I'll go around them. It's not. Right. It's not so, something that I waste my time on. There, there has been, um, there's always drama in the community, uh, club drama, uh, personal drama. It just, 
I feel that it comes with the territory, just, you know, being friends with a lot of you. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, there's been a couple of, of very serious issues this summer um, that have been posted on Facebook, very dividing issues between, whether it's through clubs, whether it's just through the gay community, or even personal relationships. Um, you are such a good pillar and have stood your ground. Excuse me. Um, how, how do you do that when you are friends with so many people and you're such um, an inspiration and just an advocate in the community? I think you just have to be, like, committed to your vision, no matter what that is. If it's equal treatment among the different groups or if it's certain organizations that are trying to, you know, bring you down or boost you up, I mean, you, you literally just have to, like, keep that that vision in focus. And it's, it's hard. It's trying because every situation presents its own set of problems and own set of people with their personalities that you have to navigate. I think the one thing that I've been successful doing is establishing genuine relationships with people that that I can tell want to do different things and see a vision for themselves. And so I think that's been the best thing is surrounding myself with people that also have their agenda played out and that have goals that they want to see. As far as like the, the divide in the community and some of the animosity and the drama that goes on, I think that in the drag community it's amplified because not only are there a bunch of guys with major testosterone going around <laughs> that are in wigs that are super hot when bras and constricting garments that just make it so and uncomfortable to even walk around and high heels and, high heels. <laughs> and nails and just everything that you would normally like identify with a woman but a male's doing it then there's that competitive factor on top of it so it, it gets a little heated people get very like touchy and moody and different things mainly because it hurts like it's not comfortable to be like that at the end of it and so being forced to also be nice to people on top of it it can just create a little bit of a, a tension from people I tend to enjoy the pain of everything because I I like the after I like the total effect. It's, you and Trent Reznor. I, I know. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I hurt myself today. People. Yeah. I uh, every weekend. I don't often dress in women's clothing, but I can't imagine that even for a woman, the kind of stuff that that that, that people wear. I, I don't imagine it's the most comfortable thing in the world no. to spend your day in tight, form-fitting clothing, squeezing yourself into jeans or, or really tight dresses and contour-shaping <laughs> mm -hmm. stuff. And high he I can't imagine how women do that all day. Even, like, uh, the base garments, like a bra, yeah. that will bruise your rib cage. Like, yeah. It's... I. Women are tortured on a daily basis, so... Every Everyone should know that women are the tougher... Of the two genders, I don't think, I don't by, think anyone has a doubt. By um, landslide, <laughs> yeah. and it's funny to hear these machismo dudes that run around and think like, "No, we can do this and that." And the other thing, I'm like, the ability with to withstand pain and suffering, and still like put up with our crap, is is amazing. But yeah. I have a question for you. Okay, you highlighted vision. Right, being true to your vision, and you talk about vision several times. What is your long-term vision in regard to my character? Or yeah, absolutely. In you, life, you, both. 
I didn't know this was a combo deal, but well, I will t- I will take both. Well, hopefully they're on the same road. <laughs> but um, I I see right now a lot of a lot of violence and a lot of hate and a lot of a lot of crazy things that are going in our world. Not only just because like the the environment and the social structure that we live in. Not only is it a, an election year, but the internet has really blown the world into like full vision for everybody so you get access to people and you know people do get to form their opinions and like what they actually think about people based off of what they see on the internet and that that to me is is so unrealistic and detached from what people really want in their lives which is like community and interpersonal relations and what what people would i guess consider a real a real situation and so that for me is the most important thing because if if I'm not the same when you see me on my social media to what you're getting in person that's just that's not who I am. So my right. vision is just is to be genuine, as genuine as possible and to build a, a a group of people or a society or a club or a group of friends that is there to be supportive of anybody because we all we all can get picked apart for who we are just based off you know what somebody thinks of just looking at us and i think it's time that people really need to invest in making those personal connections and actually reaching out and talking to their neighbor or you know putting up with what they consider something that they don't want to see just because they're not familiar with it a lot of the times we distance ourselves from each other because we don't understand each other right and i think that's like the most detrimental thing that we can do to each other and so if anything, my my goal is just to be as visible as possible, to represent a good image of anybody that's not only myself, but anybody that's going to associate me with being transgender or gay or a male or a female or anything. It just it comes down to being a good human being. So that's what I'm hoping to portray. I agree, and I wish more people thought like that. Because I think we wouldn't have all these problems with the internet and all these problems with this ridiculous election year if more people just thought in a genuine in a genuine way and not about lining their pockets or filling some sort of agenda. Anyway, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, I, I just, agree. It still makes me think. I'm I'm still pretty just blown away by that that Spencer Cox little presser that he released and the quote that he had, um, where he kind of had that change of heart. It's just, I still think about that a lot when I hear about these issues where people, you know, when you hear about a nightclub getting shot up with, you know, 52 people killed, how do you feel? Then how do you feel when you find out that that's a gay club? Shouldn't be any different because they are straight. Well, and not everyone that was killed was gay or lesbian necessarily. Yeah. I mean, well, not we, everyone that goes to no, a gay club it, is it a gay or lesbian. Person. It shouldn't matter. It's a, it's a, it's a human, human being, being, it's a person. It's just people. And you know what? There's, there's no difference. Everyone has their own likes, dislikes, right. goals, agendas, and that should be what you judge people on. <laughs> I judge people on how they treat me, and that's absolutely. That and if they vote for Trump, I mean, I, I might like them more if they vote for Trump. I'm just joking. What? I'm just joking. Just, I love that you said that with a straight face, though. Yeah, it's like waiting to see who's gonna crack. <laughs> Come and get mad at me. 
I'm still looking for the uppercuts. <laughs> so as a, as a newly appointed promoter of uh, Club Jam, what, what are some of the things that are going on? What, what are outside of Club Jam even? What are some of the things that you're involved in that are coming up? That yeah, so every year at the last weekend in September is Moab Gay Pride. So we go down there for they have an adventure week where they go like rafting and off-roading, skydiving. They do have a just a bunch of the outdoor activities that are really cool in Moab. But then I come down for the parties on Friday and Saturday, and we just have a big bar party. It gets really rowdy. A couple of the bars around there actually throw independent shows. So for such a small town, it's really... It's pretty gay that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they love, awesome. they oh, love bringing yeah. events like that into Moab. Yeah. I have some, some people down there I know that run businesses, and that's their bread and butter when they yeah. come to events. You know, they have no judgment. It seems regard. to me like a small town like that, they're dying for a chance to just be themselves. And these are opportunities for people who are hiding that to just be themselves for a night. And it's probably like the most... Uh, it's like Christmas for them. Yeah. Like... You know, I'm just going to be who I am today, and I'm not going to worry about what anyone thinks, and then tomorrow I'll go back to this grind that is being part of, you know, some other faction of the humanity, which right. is sad. Well, and it's really, the the purpose of Pride is really just to, I mean, you know, 40 or 50 years ago, we were getting thrown in jail just for being at a club. It didn't even matter if we were doing anything wrong or not. People crawled through the back door. Because they didn't, they couldn't be seen. You'd get fired, and then you'd be ostracized from society. And literally, they would have bar raids where they would come in and break open a bar, and just because they were there and it was associated with being a homosexual establishment, everybody in the bar in the bar was arrested, that's or terrible. they were beaten, or they were attacked. Like that's that's the reason that the in in like history historically for gay bars that's been kind of like our safe haven and it's been our church because that's that's where we were to be safe and to be with each other and not be singled out walking down the street and then, you know, harassed or assaulted or anything like that. I'm so embarrassed by how we have treated so many different groups of people that are just trying to be themselves and represent what they believe in. I mean, we did it with the Native Americans. We mm-hmm. did it with gays. We do it with blacks. We do it with women. We, right. And quite honestly, <clears throat> I'd like to believe that that sort of thing is on the way out. But even now, today, we have political people who are in the arena. They're openly putting this stuff out there, and people are eating it up. That yeah. tells me that America, as much as I want to believe we're progressive and that we're moving ahead... It makes me believe that there's a huge number of people out there that are just not ready for it yet. Well, and what, what drives me nuts is if you talk to kids, if you see children at early ages, they don't see any of that stuff. They don't. My, my kids today still, when they refer to a description of someone, they don't use race. It's just not part of how they describe someone. That kind of stuff is taught. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, once kids reach that 8, 9, 10, 11 year old age and that's what their parents do, that's when they start to adopt that stuff and it's just terrible. And those, those parents suck. <laughs> well, there's a, like, my favorite quote is, nobody's born a bigot. Exactly. And so that's, like, the one thing that's true. And even in my family, the younger kids that are exposed to, to me and, like, actually meeting me and we have a relationship and we talk, 
those those kids in my extended family, even though they are super religious and they're super Mormon and conservative, they we have open conversations and we have sure. real real discussions about about things and it's you know, they cause me to question myself at times and I cause them to question them themselves. Well, well it's well. about connecting on a personal level rather than you being an icon of something that is contrary to their beliefs right. and vice versa. You know, I mean, like, to be part of that system may be exclusive to truly being yourself. Right. And so when you connect as a person, you can set those things aside, but it, it's just not done often enough. Yeah, I think that it's it will be a lot more common as time goes by just because... I mean, when I, when I was young and trying to figure out who I was as a person or, like, figure out why I was different, it was very limited on the information. They had some books in the library or at Barnes & Noble, or you could use this thing called the Internet that took 100 million years. <laughs> like if, you got, if you found someone with an AOL dash at the bottom. Right, and then it, like, took a million years to get connected to the Internet and, you know, so <laughs> forth, so... For me, I, I think it was different because I was on the edge of that that technology development where some of these people that are my peers and they're older than me, they didn't have that. So the way that they had discovered them, discover themselves and who they were is so different from what I was able to access even by like five or ten years. The kids today have, like I said, all the information at their fingertips. Absolutely. And whether they rely on sources that actually give the information correctly or if it's, you know, speculation and opinion, that's that's kind of where people get to find themselves even more, I think, is, is listening to other people and developing their own opinions about stuff. The thing I know is more important than anything, though, is actually having that one-on-one -on -one talk with somebody, having that physical interaction where you actually do shake their hand or you do give them a hug, or you're in their space uh, to some degree. And when we have conversations about what's real for all of us, it all comes down to people wanting to be taken care of, whether that's from people that are just like them, from people that are different, they'll accept it from anybody. Once you break down that barrier that people realize that, you know, deep down, like, you just want to be safe and loved, I want to be safe and loved, and same thing for my family, like, it really all comes down to that same exact fact. We all want to be cared for. Wow. I know. I don't know what else to say. I, I, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think we need to get back really quick because you are starting something called Fry Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about the inception of that and yeah. what you have planned uh, for the club? What your What your vision is? The vision is what you've been talking about. So that's yeah. that's important for the club. So Fridays for us have been kind of kind of a fleeting thing. When I started working at the club initially just as an entertainer, I was given the opportunity to have a show with one of my best friends and we were booked every Friday night. And what is that called? That is called the Ladies at Marmalade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at Club Jam, imagine that. Um, so basically what that came down to is every weekend we would come up with our own theme show and just kind of represent who we are as artists. And so we were given the stage time and the, the online presence with the club to really do something for ourselves and build the night. From there, um, it's just kind of crazy social media, like maintaining that and building that night up. Um, it, t it took a hit because we switched to Saturday nights um, the busier that Friday got to give more opportunity to new queens 
but the follow-through with the bar at that point just wasn't as tight as it needed to be and organized. So Fridays fell apart. So now that I'm the club, now that I'm the event coordinator, can't talk, and promoter full-time, I'm charged with bringing our nights back to what they used to be. So, Fry Gay is obviously, it's Friday and it's Way Gay. Woohoo! Woohoo! Josh was waiting for that. (laughs) Actually, I was really hoping to introduce Fry Gay. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it like this. So, tell me about Fry Gay. (laughs) Is it anything like Saturday? (laughs) And does it dovetail into Thursday? Because I'm so in love with the name. It's just, it's really clever. And plus, it's Friday. Right, right. Well, I think if it bleeds from Friday to Saturday to Thursday, you might have a problem. Okay. Because that's you, a lot you of may days. have you may have uh, ingested something that made you black out for a week. Is what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. That's true. Or you might just be having a lot of fun. Yeah. That is my life in a nutshell. <laughs> when I'm not horribly When you sick. lose a week. And you think that Saturday goes into Thursday. That's it. I mean, yeah. your, your ass is getting whipped, sir. <laughs> your song, ass is getting whipped. Three strange, three strange days comes yeah. to mind. <laughs> That's a good one. That's an awesome song. Except you'd be seven. Seven strange days. That's like four, really, right? True. <laughs> Carry the three, add the one. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Let's get back to That's a lot of math. Fridays. Yeah, so Fridays. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want else. Friday. Friday. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's um, it's a chance that I'm really working hard with a lot of the entertainers that have come up over the, the past six years that I've been involved with er- with everything. And the scene really has, in the sa- past six, seven years, grown tremendously here I in I would Utah. say even in the last year. Even Yeah, especially in any time after that, I think even like three years ago, it's just, it's accelerated so fast now that it's... I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race has been nominated for an Emmy, and that's remarkable. That's fantastic. That's, awesome. that's I think this is why I think it's there's a, a big shift in society, and it's with the young kids, because my little sister I get to see firsthand. She's in middle school right now, and one of her first things that she ever said to people when she went to school is, "Oh well, I have a brother that does drag, and he's gay." To kind of you know make a blanket statement for them, and if she said, if you're not okay with that, then you can't be my friend. Okay, and for her. Good for her. Mormon friends. She has Catholic friends. I mean, it, it's broad-reaching, the type of people that she associates with, and to know that she is a champion for who I am, and making sure that people respect me the way that I deserve to be as a person, like, that speaks volumes. Because she's growing up in the same hometown that I grew up in, and it seems that it's a complete opposite of the place that I grew up as. Well, it may be, with your words, you are re-instilling in me a sense that we are progressing faster than I think. Because I keep seeing these setbacks, and I think, how can we be so backwards? And I hear words of hope, and Mm -hmm. words of belief, and I'm I am reassured that yeah. maybe we're not as backwards as I feared. I think people need to not be as scared of that because one thing that the media really does is point out all of the negative things that happen That's to like, everybody. 
Oh, that's like all they do. Yeah. It's just well, negative. That's nonstop. their job. And that's people their don't fear tactic. Hear, yeah. And if you Dirty keep laundry. people afraid of things Draw that they themselves. don't know, like, it keeps us separated. Like, if you play on somebody's fear of, oh, well, if, if he looks at you, then he wants to get in your pants. Like, no, he probably, he might think that you're handsome, but he, you know, that's not always true. But they pick on people's fears and they single them out and then they keep us divided. But that's why I'm yeah. saying, you know, just reach out, be friendly to someone, say hi to someone in, in the grocery line when you're sitting there and you're taking too long to compliment get. strangers. Yeah. yeah, it's my thing. Yeah, I compliment. Sure. <laughs> I compliment everybody. Speaking of complimenting someone, do you, you ever go to the drag brunch? Oh yeah, I'm performing there, <laughs> so, perform there every every. Oh month. shit! So I, know I, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. I hear that Jess makes amazing omelets. Have you ever had one of her omelets? You know what? They keep us like stowed away in the back. We rarely even ever get it. Like anybody, they can't eat in those corsets. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> that's the other thing. Is once that lipstick's on, most people are like, don't. They're not going to eat anything. Not to say that I do not offer, but yeah, no, generally there's just too much okay, going on. So, yeah, so Chris busy. sounds like you're not the, the only one that has not had an omelet. Clearly, well, clearly. Do me well, a favor. Eat one good. of our omelets sometime, and then tell Chris what it's like. Because I'm just never go. letting I'll him eat. Go. No, I'm never we'll letting him eat an omelet that. because once he has the Have omelet, he'll know the omelet. It's the right. moonlighting. The problem is moonlighting effect. The problem is we talk about when the drag brunch is coming up on Tuesday, and by the time the drag brunch happens, I've totally forgotten what time and everything else. <laughs> oh, no. So I just well, don't get up. Then we'll go ahead and plug that right now because. It's plug coming it, plug up it. in a couple weeks, <laughs> and it will be on the 21st, I believe. 21st? Yes. What time? The 21st of August. You know August. what? I'm going to put that in my Doors calendar. open at 11. Show starts at noon. So you have about an hour Brunch to get ends at one. You gotta push the little old lady out of the way who always comes to <laughs> and eat asks the for omelets. seconds for a crazy double omelet chick. Hey, okay, if you mess with her, I will mess with you because that's my bread and butter right there. Who, that's old lady or growth. Jess? The old ladies. Yeah, they tip. You tip. <laughs> they, they show. Dude, why would I mess with the old lady who is supporting the thing that I want to support? I will support I her know. supporting you so that I can get supported. And by the way, I'll have an omelet while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know who I will not share that damn omelet with? Chris. Because I want him to suffer for his indignities. I'll get he my, my calendar now. I'm, so, if you guys come as a group, you can get a VIP table and they serve you breakfast. They bring what? it to you. What? You'll bring us omelets? Yeah. How, how does that work? You just have to reserve it. I think it's um, there's a fee associated with it. I'm not exactly sure what Let's the do dollar it. amount. Let's is, do it. But. I don't so, even remember. And you get your own bottles yeah. of champagne, champagne at the table. Yeah. Oh, mimosas. Mimosas. Uh, I think you get one or two. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I think. No, that's what we serve. Two our, our brunch is known for its uh, Bloody Marys, actually. Yeah, two bottles per so person. So how spicy, are you? how spicy are your Bloody Marys? <laughs> because I'm an aficionado. They're so spicy and that I don't have Asparagus and bacon. Really? Yeah. Asparagus and bacon. Yeah, and all of that. It's seriously like a mini salad. It's so delicious. Oh my god, the drag brunch! I know. Why is it not right now? I want to put it in my mouth. It's like because I'm tired. We're all tired after that. We have to do all the prep work for it. Yeah. Well, I will just pay and enjoy. How about that? Perfect. That's awesome. That's all we can hope for. So, one last question for you, and this is a question, my friend. Because I feel like we've come a long way in this hour, and we've we've bonded. (laughs) Right. So, what... This is something we ask everyone, and we just want to get a perspective, because we're kind of a Utah podcast. 
Tell me. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. We are the The name of our podcast is Josh Who Created It. You know what? I will fill this room full of uppercuts. You're off the hook. But these guys, they will be tasting Fists of Fury for days. That sounds intense. It is intense. I am intense. The question for you. What would you tell someone visiting Utah they had to do before leaving our borders? What would you tell them? Um, wow. What would you have to do here? Um, I mean, it depends on what you're into. If you're not an outdoors person, you should definitely tour Temple Square, because that is pretty intense. It is. And you can go on the, the little, um... The little movie thing that they play for you to try and get you to convert. <laughs> That's always an interesting one. I've taken a couple to m- of my friends from out of state, and they're just like, "What the hell was that?" And I'm like, so like the video, was... the visitor center's video, yeah, tour thing? yeah. Only like Temple Square and during the holidays is amazing. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So I mean, all all jokes aside on. For Mormonism, it's just they do have you know they're established and they have their image to uphold, and it's a beautiful space. It's super Absolutely. historic. Absolutely, well um, said. Listen to so, that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was that was nice. Didn't that's what anybody. that's what I was grown up. You know, I grew up Mormon. I'm still a member of the church technically, <laughs> even though I'm avoiding their phone calls. I don't know how they find my phone number. I really don't. Like, I don't call them. They don't call me. We're good. I flirt with the missionaries sometimes. But, well, who doesn't? You know, well, I, 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 I don't mean, I don't. But I <laughs> like, I don't know. Probably a good majority of people. They don't. Uh, they don't come around my house. Yeah. <laughs> he he answers the door naked and scratches himself in naughty bits. My mother-in-law has a sign on her door that says, "This is a Catholic household. No other religious services needed." Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, that's probably a good way to hopefully but, deter that. But what's funny, she's right across the street from a stake center, like oh, literally yeah. across the street, and she has all the Mormon kids in the neighborhood actually do work on her house for her. Oh, so, like, wow. she gets them to come mow her lawn and stuff like that. Just work it! Well, I mean, when, <laughs> I you're, when you're indoctrinated that you need to serve your neighbor, I mean, you might as well take advantage of that as much as possible. Well, I, I mean, they're, they they do a lot of great stuff. Yeah. I just don't... I really like the service element. I have a firm belief, for so. sure. There's positives to every everything that you can think of. I mean, if if you really look at the base of it, every it's like the golden rule, no matter what what it comes down to. And I guess that's more like my mantra in life is, you know, do unto others. I think we're so. kindred spirits. That's how I live my you, life. Yeah. I, so raise your right hand. We're swearing you in. You're an official member, an honorary <laughs> member of the new Utah podcast. Thank you. You always have a home here if you ever want to come and, and chat plug, with us or if you want to talk about plug upcoming something. events. Plug something. I hereby swear you in. You're an honorary member of the new Utah podcast. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm You're honored welcome. to be a member. Well, we are honored to have you. Believe me. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to wrap something well, in the you don't put in your mouth. Well, that does it for uh, <laughs> that does it for us tonight. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's show. You can find us at uh, the New Utah Podcast on Facebook, at TNU Podcast on Twitter, or our website. TheNewUtah.wordpress.com Wow. All right. Well, I think Josh is getting ready to go get all up in a burrito somewhere. <laughs> put oh. something in a burrito and then put it in his mouth. I was born to put a burrito in my face. Like so. to like to thank again Indie Skies for joining us. It's been a, a fantastic uh, last forty five minutes or hour or so uh, talking with you, Indy. 
thank you guys very much for having me. It has been our pleasure. Absolutely. Our sincere pleasure. Yeah. And you are welcome to get a burrito with us and put it in your face. <laughs> oh, it's all over my face. You totally did I get you? You out Josh. I out Josh. I'm impressed. I didn't think that was possible, to be honest with you. <laughs> Give me that time, Josh. You're one of us. You're one of us. Josh, say goodnight, Josh. Good night, Josh. <laughs> Will you just get the fuck out of my house already? <laughs>